same time, Arab and Muslim leaders, they're gathering today in Saudi Arabia to discuss the Israel-Gaza conflict. Scheduled summits of the Arab League and the Organization of Islamic Cooperation have been merged in response to the situation in Gaza. Well, that's the scene in Riyadh. Let's take you there live now with our security correspondent, Frank Gardner, who's there. And Frank, just talk us through what we might expect to hear from this summit. What will they want to achieve today? Right, well, this is an extraordinary event in the sense that I can't think of a, a similar event that has brought together 57 Muslim nations together with the Arab League at a time like this. It's been called an emergency summit, although one militant group in Gaza has said, well, it's hardly an emergency summit if it's taking place 35 days into the war. Nevertheless, they are going to try to come up with a unified response, which the gist of which is going to be a call for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza and more humanitarian aid, an end to Israeli occupation of Palestinian territories. But behind the scenes, what's really interesting is what Arab ministers are telling me. They don't want to be quoted personally on it, but the stuff they're saying is really quite worrying, I think, for the West, which is that they are accusing the West, specifically the United States, but also the UK, of double standards, of hypocrisy. They're saying, you, the West, condemned Russia for its killing of civilians in Ukraine. Yet when it comes to Gaza, that condemnation is either muted or pretty absent. And interestingly, the Deputy Secretary General of the Arab League has given an interview to a Saudi newspaper in which he says, actually, Russia and China understand this region better than the West does. Now, he doesn't speak for everybody here, obviously, but that's a worrying trend, I think. There is a feeling of despair that the West is not doing enough to rein in what's going on in Gaza, this horrendous rising death toll of civilians. Um, and don't forget that the West has got a lot of bases here. The Americans have got military bases in Kuwait, in Oman, in the Emirates and so on. But you speak to delegates from those countries and they're really quite embarrassed at the stance of the West on this. They, look, most of the countries coming here, they're not particularly fond of Hamas. I mean, Iran is here. They are. The Iranian delegation is here. I've just seen President Ibrahim Raisi walk past me a few minutes ago. Um, and that's unusual in itself for him to come to Saudi Arabia. But most of them are not particularly fond of Hamas. But all of that is on the back burner compared to the enormous anxiety and angst that people are feeling at this rising death toll. And there's something else, which is a concern that out on the streets and in the cafes and in people's living rooms, there is a rising anger here in this region at this death toll, at the fact that the West seems to be incapable of stopping the carnage in Gaza, and people worry that that could get out of control and lead to radicalization. And Frank, many people will know that organizations, including the UN, have been trying to come to some sort of consensus or agreement on what its response would be to the conflict between Israel and Gaza. What hopes are there that this summit will be unified, aligned in issuing a response that states the position of the members there at that summit? Well, they're going to have to go for the lowest common denominator. You know, the Iranians are going to want to push further, I think, than the Saudis will. So uh, they're not, not everybody's going to get exactly what they want. So President Ibrahim Raisi, the Iranian president, a few hours ago as he left Tehran airport, he said, this isn't a time for talking, it's a time for action. 
that's not necessarily how um, people in the conservative governments in this region feel because they are very worried about escalation. Remember that Iran supports what's known as proxy militias, the Houthis in Yemen, Hezbollah in Lebanon, various militias in Syria and Iraq. Those are not supported by Saudi Arabia and its Gulf Arab allies. So there are differences of opinions, which is why I think they're going to go for, the, as I say, the lowest common denominator, which is to say, stop the fighting, have a ceasefire immediately, not just a humanitarian pause, but a ceasefire, get more humanitarian aid in, and pursue a long-term solution to the Palestinian-Israeli question. They want to see an end to Israeli occupation of Palestinian territories. They're saying otherwise this is just going to go on in an endless cycle of violence. Frank, as always, good to have you there. Thank you. That's Frank Gardner, our security correspondent live in Riyadh. We'll be back with you if there are any further developments as far as that summit is concerned.